Hello, hello. It is another vlog at Tea with D. So if you're not already subscribed to be getting these on the reg, please take a chance, an opportunity, a moment to visit the site and click on the sign up button. You can get a quiz or you can get an exploration guide or you can get on the wait list for the course. There's lots of different ways to make sure that you get on our email list so that you get notified of these on a weekly basis. As, um, along with any other fun and interesting things I happen to come up with along the way. Okay, so much to my surprise, actually, this week is again a two-parter. It's just been one of those little periods of time where things are bigger than I planned for them to be. So here we go. So this is part one of when speaking up feels unsafe. Okay, so a lot of talk goes into speaking up and speaking out and being brave and being courageous and all of those things, all of those things I believe in and that I help women to find their voices and find a safe space and things to, to practice and to do those things. But I want to acknowledge the, the reality um, about being a woman and feelings of safety just generally around speaking up and, and what's on the line. So <clears throat> first of all, we're going to start with my philosophical mini rant. Okay. So, well, I didn't plan for it. This, uh, this two part series is clearly my ode to the letter R and you'll see why shortly, you know, I love words, word play and the whole lot. So it's like an occupational and personality hazard. So once I saw the pattern emerge, I went out of my way to frame it all that way. Yeah, sorry. I And I know, like I said, I'm all about speaking up and speaking out. And I believe fundamentally that women will only change the world, world for themselves by advocating for themselves and not relying on uh, and waiting for men to do so for them. So further, we must imbue our younger women and girls with these traits and beliefs because it needs to be a sea change that doesn't just involve a couple of years of bra burning. So sorry, I like my bra and I choose to wear it. And what happened at that period of time is incredibly important, but we need for everybody to be at the table, every woman, young and old, all cultures, all backgrounds. So this is a hard post to write and perhaps to read, but the conversation needs to start somewhere. So here's me starting it on my end. So the conversation, the conversation actually started with the conversation. Um, I was talking to a friend the other day. Uh, she's an immigrant to Canada. So many of my friends are immigrants, whether they immigrated to Canada or to the US, she's a She's a beautiful woman, a mother of young children, and she's a physician. And as an immigrant, she can't work as a doctor here until she does some recertification. And I'll keep my thoughts to myself uh, about that bureaucracy. But as a result, she's in a position where she's dependent right now financially. So our conversation uh, turned to what she wants to do with her life. So right now she's trying to study, parent, keep a home, 
learn a new culture, practice a new language, and be a good wife. It's a lot. The problem is that it's a lot and she needs help. So don't get me wrong. She loves her kids. She's happy they moved. She's excited about possibilities. The problem in the way that she frames it is her husband. And no, she's not wanting to leave her marriage. She just feels silenced in the marriage. Her needs, never mind wants, are already determined for her, but not by her. So a bit more about that. So he moved first and he was qualified to practice. He's also a physician. So he was qualified first. So she had to take care of the children, though when um, they made this decision, they actually both were making the same wage, okay? So in her taking care of the children while he went and did this, this put her certification on hold. And now that they're here and living on one, albeit very respectable wage, um, his expectation is that she will do all the things listed and start earning a wage as soon as possible. And they actually don't need um, the money, but in their culture, when you immigrate or emigrate, uh, you need to show all the Western markers of wealth and success. You basically have to show that it paid off. So the house, the cars, the prestigious job, the kids in the very best private schools getting the best marks so they can get into the Ivy League school, the ultimate marker of having made it. So these aren't my words. These are her words. Okay. To me. So she can see her whole future raveling out in front of her and it terrifies her and exhausts her. You see, in her imagination, this move meant a possibility to have a different life. The way she understood it. So this was a life in a place where her cultural and gender and religious constraints could be relaxed even eventually released. So she was moving to a place where a woman could have, have and do anything a man could, albeit sometimes at about 79 cents on the dollar, except everything's the same as it was, only sort of worse. So he will now always have more seniority, move ahead further and faster, make more money. There is no version of reality in which she isn't the mother, the wife, the doctor. He's the doctor, the father, the husband. So listen again. She's the mother, the wife, the doctor. He's the doctor, the father, the husband. Notice the order there? Totally intentional. And she feels it. She feels guilty because isn't she ungrateful if she pushes back or tries to redefine or renegotiate the situation? What do you think? Next section is called passing judgment. So it's one thing, of course, to sit back and say, oh, she should do X, Y, Z and say A, B, C. And it isn't right because gender equality and so on and so on. Or such helpful tips as, well, I would say, you know, insert profound statement, you know, here. She can't talk to the older females in her family who are all back home 
because she's the first to stand in the world of motherhood, immigrant, and professional. And they have no frame of reference through which to engage. To them, and they've made it abundantly clear to her, she is to do nothing that is not proper. To bring shame upon the family is tantamount to excommunication. The females her age are in the same boat. And none of them has any better strategies. They talk and talk, spinning around the same drain. The younger females swear up and down that they'll never find themselves in that situation. But my friend remembers well the days when she said and believed the exact same thing. Few of her North American friends have any idea what she's going through. And to be honest, she doesn't feel safe sharing. What if her husband found out? And, and they judge her too. How can any self-respecting woman allow herself to be treated in such a way, especially one who's always imagined herself educated, cosmopolitan, forward-thinking? Treated this way is an interesting statement. What are they even referring to? Well, they're passing judgment, she believes, on the notion that her husband controls the money and allowance and expects her to take care of the children in the house while he does man things. Plus, she's expected to look good, be successful, and to not speak up or out. Sure, she entered into the marriage knowing many of these things, but let's be honest, those of us in committed relationships, we figure things out a lot of the things a lot later right? You think it's one way, you think it's going to be this particular way, and then and then you get into it, and things are not the way you imagined they would be. So the hypocrisy is very real here, isn't it? Because while others may stand back and hold forth on how things should be and what shouldn't happen, blah, 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 most of them are living almost the exact same life. I know I am. The primary difference, of course, is that I'm not an immigrant or an ESL speaker or caught in all the cultural conundrums she's in. And those are huge things that can never be dismissed. So I'm not saying we're in the same boat at all in that respect. But I have some sense of the contradictions, tensions, and choices that she's being forced to navigate. We're all immigrants, unless we're First Nations at some point in our ancestry in North America. So these are things perhaps faced by our maternal predecessors. I mean, mine certainly went through much of it and I've heard some of the stories, but they didn't talk about most of it. But we're not all that enlightened or empowered when it comes down to it, are we? So the truth, take me for instance, um, I gave up my career to stay at home with our sons. I compounded the situation by homeschooling them, which meant all of my time and energy went there. Further, I left my career in another city to join my future husband in a different city because he made more money. And this was the only place in the country that he could be gainfully employed in his current industry. There was never any consideration on his part, never once a conversation that might he might change anything on his, his end, and I didn't push it. I've done all the home e stuff, 
cooked, cleaned, organized, scheduled, coordinated, um, nursed, and otherwise ran the ship while he went to work and maybe pitched in a bit on evenings and weekends, the, the division of labor model. At the same time, I was completing a PhD, suffering from both a spinal injury that was incredibly painful and severely diminished my mobility, and a genetic disease that put me in the hospital regularly. So that was a lot too. And things are different now. We still live in the same city and tied to his industry. I'm still homeschooling, but the boys are much older now. I'm running companies and writing. But at the end of the day, I'm still the one organizing and coordinating and problem solving. Whose fault is that? Mine? My cultures? My genders? I don't know. So join me next week when we finish unpacking this issue a little more. We're not going to solve the world's problems. Sorry to tell you that. But we're going to, uh, when we look at it next week, we're going to be including some useful thoughts on reframing reality, which is not just imagining everything's better, by the way. Um, I encourage you to begin to have these conversations with yourself and those females you care about. It has to start somewhere. So why not with you? <laughs>